Hi, you sloppy, stupid little sloppy fucks. It's Tuesday. It's a Tuesday episode. And this Tuesday, we talk about Beanie Babies. We talk about baskets. Mm. We Mm. talk about uh, bug chasers a little bit more and what it means to be informed. We talk about stealing from a bar. And I almost throw up watching a video of a girl eat cum. So... (laughs) It's been a wonderful day. Can't wait to. Uh, you have to be. You remember we. You got to be more serious, uh, thorough about what, what's a fact. The fact is, she had a cum omelet. Now, cum omelet. Now, cum now, omelet. Can you call it an omelet? Because in my mind, the definition of an omelet means that it should have egg. Oh, I guess. Or it should have filling. Yeah. Because so if you just fold eggs, fried egg. If you just fold eggs, it's cum. just fried eggs. Well, and on that, <laughs> enjoy this episode. Forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Number is two one three. Okay, five three six. Ooh, nine one eight zero. Our email is sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you sloppy, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks. And welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meepaw. I am Meepaw, and that is Big Dipper. Have you ever been to an auction? Yes. Oh, you have? Oh, my God. You know what I want to do so bad, though, is go to one of those police auctions. Where they apparently sell like full blown cars that were stolen or whatever for like a hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, th- what's interesting about that though is you like you literally don't know what the car is gonna be. Like you get to walk around and look at everything that's up for auction, but they're not like inspected. They're like as is. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like people who buy you know, mm. storage units. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, never, never know. know. It might be a bag. Yeah, like, never know. It just trash bags full of like actual garbage, like moldy old clothes or like expensive antiques. I love yeah. that that's some people's passions. It's very green. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's like look at all the trash before it goes to the trash and see if there's anything. That can improve your life both financially or like spiritually because but, you fell in love with a old wicker basket or something you found in a storage container. And sometimes wicker baskets are expensive. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Did you know that there's like a whole company? I think it's called Longaburger. 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 I, I like a long burger. I like, yeah. Sort of like a hot dog, but in burger. It's, but it's no, a burger bun. <laughs> It's okay. So what you do is you take a long bun and then you make a long. <laughs> you take your burger, burger and you just mash it into hot dog shape. You, Why okay, is it that a thing? Hot dog burgers. Well, there was this place in New York. I used to live in New York called Ruby's or something, and it was Australian burgers. It was which an are Australian, long. It and they had one burger that was like a long thin burger. Like a, you know how? Why is it a longer a burger? burger. A longer burger. But hold on one second <laughs> before we get back to baskets. Why is it that like at Burger King, if you get a chicken sandwich, it's long? You know what I'm talking about? 
Because why? Because they're giving you a chicken tendy. Chicken pieces are always long and thin. There's well, never it's a not perfectly a chicken tendy. Round... It's trigger warning. It's ground up birds mashed into meal and formed into a long oval patty. It's not like oh, I guess I just haven't had that in a long time. But do you know what I mean? Like the burger was round, and mm-hmm. then if you got the chicken sandwich, either the one with the marinara sauce or just the mayo and lettuce on it, it was always long. You're right. Maybe because they're like, mm, let's give them a little bit more. A long burger. A longer burger. Speaking Tell of, me about the baskets from longerburger.com. Well, now I'm on longerburger.com. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> and these are like, my mom used to collect these baskets. I think she <gasps> like still the, um... has them. And I'm looking at the prices because one time, yeah, this basket is $150. For a, for a wicker basket? For a wicker basket. What is anyway, the thing that If you people... go to my mom's house, they're all over the house. I was going to say, like, that would be disappointing if you didn't get everything you ever wanted as a child, but... This basket that sits <laughs> next to your toilet and holds magazines? $118. Longer bird of cock. And this, wait. she has this one. Okay, I thought that they were more expensive because one time I... Mickey, you're wasting your money. <laughs> She's wasting my dad's money. Now, I... Not that. I think... Um, I think that drag is magical. I performed what? it. Hold on, hold on. What about... What is the thing at TJ Maxx that people love? The, the ceramic. The ceramic. Oh, uh... Uh, the ceramic. What are they called? Like Bradley Moore. (laughs) They have a weird name and like uh uh ceramic ceramic. There's there's cups, and they they all say say, like live, laugh, love, or like. But they also just say like cookies in the cookie jars. TJ Maxx. But there's one girl on TikTok who makes her own fake ones that say like anal or cunt or something and does she walk and she, in and leave them at the she, tj Maxx? yeah she walks oh in and God. puts them on the shelf and something done something done uh ba- uh bailey done draggy done tristan done maxwell done ray done ray, ray done oh my god now people are obsessed with ray done do you did you ever collect anything? Were you a collector of things? Okay. I okay, when I was younger, my sister, I think it got forced upon her, but my sister collected spoons. Like state mm. spoons. Oh, okay. Those like decorative, it was say like Connecticut. And they like have like a little charm in them or like whatever. It's such a weird thing, but but I think, you know, when when she was a baby, my grandparents maybe got her one and then it was like oh rachel will have this collection of rachel spoons. likes spoons and then right. every year rachel and all gets of a sudden, spoon and, and she's like i, think I don't even she was know like what's 18 people were always giving her state spoon decorative spoons and she's like what the fuck and so those goes got done i had a stuffed animal collection i liked to collect um teddy bears that were either monkeys or bears like gorillas or bears, and mm-hmm. then I think I was just interested in a boyfriend who sort of looks like that. Um, and then I also, for a while, collected 
like anything Austin Powers related. I think I've come out uh, before on this podcast as like I knew every line of every single Austin Powers film for like a while. Yes. That was like my jush. My juge, my juge. I was like, this is comedy. This is brilliance. This is, this is what I want to be when I grow up. Like, I didn't understand why I loved Austin Powers so much. It was no, I loved it too. I mean, it was just like chaotic comedy, which is wonderful. And uh, so I think I collected that. I don't know. Did you have a collection of things? I. Had I think I've posted it a long time ago, but I had like a collection of Beanie Babies. Oh, okay. So like I a have huge collection. I have some Beanie Babies that I'm trying to sell. I have five or six mint condition. They're not worth still anything. On they're not worth that. You'll maybe get like fifteen dollars for each one. I think, I think that I can less s- than they were worth. No, I think that... Which ones do you have? We can do a little eBay search right now. Okay, hold on one second. I'll bring them out. I'll get my eBay going. Y'all, a longer burger basket. What's the point? What I was going to tell him before he so rudely interrupted was, my Beanie Baby collection was huge. I have three. Count them one, count them two, count them three. Miss Princess Diana's. That's how many I have. I also have... Um, the original ghost before they changed, I think he had a bow on his neck, but I was getting them fresh from the market because I was living in the UK and we had Beanie Babies accessible to us very easily over there for some reason. Okay. Pick out which one you think is the most expensive. So that's the crab. Okay. Beanie Baby crab, but that looks like the, oh, none of that typed out. Beanie Baby crab. Now, look at his tag. Is that a recent tag? <gasps> what the? F- Wait. Claude, date of birth, September 3rd, 1996. Rare Claude. Okay, so you're going to love this. There's one on here for $4,000. And there's one on here for $225. Okay. Now, how? I wonder. Wait, let me check the date of birth on this one. Oh, does it have a star next to the TY? See, these are originals because they have the little star. Oh my god, that one oh, okay. So you could go buy yourself a whole new section of a of an all form couch with just that one. <laughs> okay. Uh 1996 rare beanie baby Claude the Crab, one thousand dollars. This one is four thousand dollars. So you I think, think that's could, the right one. I could sell it. I you know what I should have said? <laughs> There was let nothing me, let me have them. Yeah, let me no, have them. No, these are so these are my sisters that I the last time I visited home, I was given these in this You're thing. You're holding $4,000 so casually. And I was told I had to be the seller of these. I had to figure out, I had to make an eBay account. I had to figure out how to like become a certified seller and then sell these. So this is on my little to-do list. People the I mean, these Can we check are, one more? Yeah. The this, iguana. This is well. Rainbow. What's his name? Iggy. This one's name is Rainbow. Date of birth: nineteen ninety-seven, October fourteenth, nineteen ninety-seven. Rainbow, two hundred and seventy dollars. Okay. Okay. But is that just what people are listing them as, or are they actually going for that amount of money? I I mean, they're on here. 
Authentic. What's that one? This one is from 1999. This is Scaly. He's like a Komodo dragon. Scaly is listed for uh, twelve bucks. Well, nine ninety five. Okay, <laughs> so certain ones are definitely worth more. Well, he's ugly as hell. <laughs> nah, he's ugly as hell. Everybody is. Let me look up how much a Princess Diana bear would go for. I have three of them. Ooh, $50, what about $600. What about Ooh, the kangaroo. Ooh, that's Ouch. the original one, too, because you can see the face is shaped different. <laughs> you really know your beanie babies. Pouch um, from 1996. $200. Okay, so it looks like Cloud. Je m'appelle Cloud. Cloud. Uh, this is the, the winner here. That's the winner, baby. You're a winner, baby. You're a winner, baby. Oh, Ooh, is the she, penguin. Is the penguin something? Oh, no. This looks great. Are y'all having a good time at home or driving or <laughs> doing your laundry or whatever you do when you listen to this? This one is Because we're just I literally. I know what people do when they listen. I want to know what people. Ooh, I've never seen that one before. Why is that? Why is that spider zebra? Spinner. What? From 1996, a spider. How do you know its date? It says right on the card. $70. Ugh, okay. Well. Well, someone else has one listed for $200, and it has 32 watchers. But also, is someone anyone has gonna... it listed for $499. But is anyone gonna buy? LOL. A little goat. They're cute. So what did Why you do was, with your Beanie Baby collection? I they're all just like yours. They're just in a like three giant tubs. Cause we always I mean they always said they were gonna be worth something. Just like people were like Pokemon cards are gonna be worth something and they're not. <laughs> you people ascribe is it ascribe? What is it? Attribute value yeah. to these things. It's just like Bitcoin, but like physical. Yeah, though I do feel like Bitcoin is a little bit different in that. um, Have you ever heard the podcast about the creation of the first cryptocurrency? No, it's a really fascinating thing about like the way that cryptocurrency was like created across like all of these different. What's going on? I ate something with peanut butter on it and now I'm like, oh, no. Oh, because you don't have any liquid? Um. Anyways. I, 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 My mini fridge is empty. I, I think cryptocurrency is a little bit different because it's not like it will be of value someday. You can literally buy things with yeah. cryptocurrency right now. I guess it's more of like a non-fungible token. Right, except you can sell a non-fungible token for cryptocurrency and then buy other things with cryptocurrency. Okay, so you're exhausted with me? Let's take a break, and then I want to hear about your night on the town last night. Someone stole Rubella's phone, and we'll be right back. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, 
dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor Meals, I'm like, oh baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Okay, we're back. And we're back. How did you feel? I know you've been feeling a little like, should I do it? Should I go out? What's the tea, mama? And I mean, over the last, not to talk over you, but welcome to the podcast. Over the last, <laughs> over the last couple of weeks, I feel like I've seen so many people be like, I got the Delta. I'm sick. I got the Delta. I'm sick. But I also very much understand that I, my social media, what I see on social media is a vacuum of only vaccinated people. Mm -hmm. So the only people I see who are going to post about getting COVID are vaccinated people. So I started freaking out and I was like, everyone's getting sick. And then you start looking at the data and it's like, oh, well, it's 4% of cases are vaccinated people. 8% of cases are vaccinated people. Again, I think I... I'm not going to get into a QAnon theory, but I think I... QAnon. I think I had it a while ago, <clears throat> and everything that I'm reading is saying that, like, once, if you've had it once, you can't get it again. So, that's the science that I'm going based off, so. <laughs> that, you can't say a bunch of random things and then say, that's the science I'm going 
I mean, I, I think I, I had I it. I read some things that said you can't get it twice. I read it. That's well, yeah, the I did science read it on I'm Facebook. Um, I oh. am a 90 year old woman. No, I, I just, I, the, to be completely honest, I feel like I w- need to work, and I am vaccinated. And this is different from previous when there was no vaccine and people were complaining and saying that they wanted to go work. I feel like precinct has put all these things safeguards in place for us to not really have to talk to the audience any or like be out with the people unless it's our choice. You have to have wristbands to get into the back. You have to prove that you're vaccinated now. Like they're doing everything. So I feel safer. I mean, today's show, I'm a little less there. I don't think there is proof of vaccination to get in, but you don't have to interact with anyone. No, today I'm going to be in and out. Honey, okay, did you see this article from the the Mayo Clinic uh, that said that the Moderna uh, is more effective against no. the Delta no. variant than the Pfizer? But I think that shit is all just like, this is the headline, Pfizer Vax may be less effective against Delta variant. From the Mayo Clinic. So you're going, you wrote a whole deadline, or you wrote a headline on maybe? That's the problem with news media today. Do you like that lady Jen who runs the White House press briefings now? Yeah, she's fun. She's it, girl. I mean, it's no, like, who is, who is Trump's? She was, Trump's was funny to watch because she, like, would flail out there. She had no control. Yeah, she. I. It felt like and she'd someone be cunty was for no reason, right? What I love about um, uh, I, I always have a hard time pronouncing her last name, Jen. Jen Saki. Yeah, but um, what I love about her is that anytime someone says something wild, she goes like, "I have not heard that at all." But if you have some data, um, then I, I'd love to look at that and then give you an answer. Like she's always like, "Do you have any facts about that?" There's. I think there's a compilation video that I watched of her shutting down like Fox News reporters who just like come in hot with crazy theories. Yeah. Do you have some data to Do you, Yeah, I mean, I'd love to look at some data and then I can get back to you on that. One of uh, I don't know. What do you think about the people not having to wear masks at school? Just the little sneeze, keep going. I think it's the dust from the beanie babies. They're in mint condition if you're looking to buy. Nothing under $4,000. What do I think about what? Science? The Florida mayor who's like going to cancel teachers' pay. Girl. They're asking students to wear masks. The whole thing is psychotic. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. The craziest part is that he is vaccinated. So there is a level in his brain that like knows that this is dangerous. Yeah, it's all it's all that bullshit of we're protecting our own freedoms, but it's only the freedoms that we want to protect. Um, it only applies to us. It is just such bullshit, narcissistic, privileged, racist at its core. Like we always say, it all comes back to racism. Racism. Yeah, it's the whole shit is wild. Can I tell you something? Last night I wore latex gloves that went uh-huh. all from the tip of my fingers. All the way up to my shoulder. And? and did when they stay I, on? Did you yeah. do like a harness across the back to connect? No. They just were very tight. And when I took them off, my arms were pruney. They Ew, because it had been so wet. It was so wet in there. And uh, Meg was like, 
what's going on with your arms? Like, they look old. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I oh, just you took would... these gloves off, and, like, my hand, the palm of my hand was, like, fully wrinkled. It was so gross. You took so, your arms to the beach? I took my arms to the beach. Each, let's go get a wave. Uh, what did you send me here? If anyone can identify the two people Last in this night, video. It's, it looks like a straight couple just walked by. Rubella was taking a picture of the fan and put her phone on the corner of the bar. Turned her back. You can see in the video, she like turns her back for the photo and then turns back to get her phone and it's gone. These two people walked by and just grabbed it. She, the <gasps> girl hands the phone to her boyfriend. The guy puts it in his back pocket and they were done. <gasps> Who the f- this is why I don't want straight people in gay bars. There, I said it. They, they're thieves. Does this? Oh, my God. Now, I I have a hard time telling if people are drunk. She's cl- They're drunk. Look at it, them. Did she just, like, do you think that's, like, drunk klepto behavior? And he's also drunk, and he just sort of was like, oh, she's handing me her phone or something? Or do you think that that was a purposeful steal? I'm not trying to, like... I mean, either way, it's both. Of course, it's 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 on purpose, whether you're drunk or not. Because it doesn't look slick. You know what I mean? Yeah, the fucking flashlight is on. She like picks it up and flashes it in her boyfriend's face, and he steals it. I don't understand that behavior, but it makes me so nervous because it's like a precinct was for me was never a place where anything of mine got stolen. But like, it seems like it's the tides are turning as it becomes a more popular bar girl that's crazy so what's she gonna do what do you do you you had your whole life stolen from you how do you fix it it takes a long time i mean getting an id in la takes uh can take up to 60 days for me we're on day 74 (laughs) you still don't have an id no i've been living without an id i can't buy alcohol like i'm lucky that i do drag because i wouldn't be able to get into clubs and yes everybody I do have a passport, but because I'm leaving out October, I've mailed it off to get it replaced. So I don't physically have a passport anymore. Oh, so you don't have a passport or a license right now? No. And all I have is a, a Texas ID that is expired and like from 10 years ago. <laughs> Gag. I'm about to mail my passport off. Why don't they let you keep it? I don't understand. Oh, because someone else could probably take it and... Anyway, we'll be right back. Run truly amok. Did you like your little hosting guest hosting gig on uh, Hot Goss? Yeah, that was really fun. It was. It's interesting because uh, Willem and Alaska have such a interesting dynamic where they can like pick up on each other very quickly. Oh, but and they I, say one thing and then do jokes for an hour. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> know Willem quite like that, so it was very much like sticking to the outline and like trying to like figure out how to get jokes in there and get her to talk more and then when Gigi came on you okay first off I didn't know Gigi was going to be the special guest well I'm I'm gonna open up the outline and it was like oh rainbow spotlight Gigi or tip spot Gigi gorgeous and I was like I haven't seen her since I stole from her home she was so happy to see you I know I hope I actually get to do her podcast yeah I thought that invitation was fake me too, but I do know where she lives, so yeah. I could just swing on by anytime. All right, let's take a break and we'll do a voicemail or two when we get back. Uh, 
Okay, we are back. And my question is now Meatball apparently told me. So remember, we let's we are always very honest and vulnerable on this show. You mm-hmm. get us at our you get us at our Saturday. We record Tuesday episodes on Saturday. You get us at our Saturday morning um no holds bar vulnerability. Um hungover. All we like to do is have honest conversation, right? Yeah. I honestly am interested in talking to people who are bug chasers. Remember this conversation we had this a couple episodes ago. I I don't think it's irresponsible to talk about this on the podcast because it is something that exists. Meatball was saying you got some voicemails or some emails in the inbox where people are like, you shouldn't bring that up. That's irresponsible. Yeah, there was like a lot Welcome of Welcome to the world. There's stuff happening in the world that's uncomfortable conversation to have that's intriguing and interesting. And we're all adults here. And I'm curious to know why there are some people who are really interested in uh, changing their HIV status. That's all. Well, there. You said it. How do you feel about that? I I I mean, I'm interested in it as well. Like I just think it's an interesting thing. I want to know why they think that way. I don't think I mean the calls that we were getting were that it was going to be like harmful for people to hear that stuff and that What? I know so I know so many people who are struggling with HIV that like just people here. Oh no, it's a long email. Oh my god. All right, David, that's too many paragraphs for me to read anyway there was just people just didn't want to hear it but i think i'm interested in understanding the thought process i know some people probably think like well i'm bound to get it anyway so i might as well get it early and start controlling it now like you know what i mean like i jokingly yes i jokingly said something to i forgot what we were talking about i was talking to hal who does our um graphics now for the mom network and i i jokingly said something along the lines of um oh you know that thing that uh a lot of gay millennials have that our whole childhood we grew up only watching media that made us believe we had a future that was guaranteed to be full of trauma and sadness like every single gay movie that i rented at the 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 local video shop every you know gay story i heard gay book that i read lol um i was filled with trauma was filled with uh uh diso- being disowned from your family uh getting hate crimed or beat up mm-hmm. or getting sick and dying from hiv like mm-hmm. that was the narrative and i think younger generations of people have had positive representations in the media but there's that sort of like that period you know for the generation that isn't the gen xers you know for this millennial generation I grew up only seeing these representations of like high highs and low lows, even on Queer as Folk. Like I remember watching Queer as Folk and being like, yes, finally a celebration. That whole show was about fucked up sexual relationships, meth use, uh, 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 fag bashing, like, like discrimination, like fighting for adoption rights, marriage equality, like the whole thing. And so I'm so grateful now that we can have these like fun explorations of queer identity in media. But girl, there is real stuff to talk about. And a lot of us uh, as queer people, we have like a lot going on in our brains uh, that should be explored. So I think it's a good thing to talk about. 
also just because you put something just because you have a conversation doesn't mean an individual isn't able to make their own decision for themselves that's like the bullshit that also um, i'm not in charge of anyone's fucking life but my own like i don't i don't, if i want to talk to somebody about this i will and that's like people be that's like when Lil Nas X gets like, oh, well, um, they watched your video. So now they're going to be gay. And he's like, OK, well, then show them WAP and they'll be straight. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Did you see the new Lizzo video? Yeah, it's so good. I loved it. Cardi slaps on that song. I think um, I. I think we're going to look back on this time period of like having to do all this stuff in COVID and just having to deal with it like. I think COVID has lowered our standard for uh, execution of things because it's made stuff harder to do. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Wait, are you dragging someone? No. I, I, I'm i dragging media in general. Like, it's it's stuff that comes out during this time could have been amazing and great, but because of COVID, it's been restricted. So what is not amazing and great? What are you talking about? The the Lizzo video I very much love because I love Lizzo, but it does seem like it was like we have one sound stage because this is what we can do. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, and on that we're gonna take a voicemail. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Why are you spicy? <laughs> Why are you shady? What are you texting about? I'm not texting. I'm cutting stuff up. Oh. <laughs> All right, here is a VM. <coughs> Hi. Um, so I was just listening to the Tuesday episode and about, like, the different um, hookup booths at the 24-hour video shops. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say I used to work at one when I was 18. No. I was – yeah, I was around that age. And so I had always thought that the booths – in the back of the stores were like boondock saints were like you watch girls strip and that's when i learned that that is not in fact what they are and i just wanted to let you know that as somebody who worked in the industry the proper terminology for the glory holes and whatnot is um that we had to say to people because it's not technically like allowed is that we had to say that they were handicap booths which were the party booths uh, we had to say that the glory holes between them were ventilation. And the only cleaning that happened um, in those that at least that I had had participated in is in the – at night, we – or the mornings, we took out the trash, and at night, we mopped. And so that was some stuff. And I always thought it was funny because guys would stay out there for hours, and we had, like, funny money that you'd put into the car, the thing, and they'd be like, oh, can I get a refund? I'm like, no, nah, man. Like, I know what you just spent six hours back there for. That's why we started charging the governor cover charge for and um people would always like try to invite me to go back and i'm like nah man like i'm not allowed back there i'm not getting paid for that (laughs) but it just was always uh, always so funny it was like an eye-opening thing for me when i was very young um what they were really for and i just want to share that okay have a great day bye have you ever been okay i found that fascinating I always felt like okay. There's one video. There's one video store here in LA that I have frequented, <gasps> and there are booths. Okay, <gasps> and you you feed your dollar bills in, and you go in and you close the door. And this place, these glory holes, 
I can guarantee you are not sanctioned by the business. They look like someone brought a shiv and carved them out. Some of them are bigger. Some of them are small. Some of them are way too low. Like you're like cranking your neck down on the floor. Like it's like. What video store? <laughs> there's a place. Let the people know. It's up in the valley. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it, it's, it's interesting because some people really know what's going on and then other people claim like they don't know what's going on. So that's funny to me that she's like, oh yeah, we call them ventilation. And we, we said this one was an accessible booth and it's like, no, that's for multiple people. I love people coming out being like, can I get a refund? Right. Because they didn't spend any money playing videos. They just went back there to hook up. I remember one. Oh Oh, my God. I really need water. Je m'appelle Cloud. Um, I remember one time I went to a store like that here, not in New York. And when I walked in, it was, there was just one other person there and they like popped out of the booth. Like they were so horny. And then they saw me and they were like, uh, and went back into their booth. And I, and to me, I was like, we're the only two people here. We're only after one thing. Like we should just do this and he didn't he was not into it and so then i like was walking around i sat down on the booth and i walked back into the store just to kind of see if there was anybody else in there and when i walked back into the back again i can't remember if there was a bell or something he jumped out and did it again like he was so excited and i was like he must be doing that all day until he finds the one yeah of course all right next voicemail okay the one you just sent or the other one? yeah the one i just sent not the one labeled cum omelet. We'll get to that. <laughs> hey, Big Dipper. Hey, Meatball. Hello. Um, so I'm a millennial living with HIV. Um, I'm undetectable. Uh, I was just listening to your episode about Chasers and mm-hmm. the movie The Gift. And I just wanted to clarify some things. Um, I was diagnosed when I was 23 or 24. I am now 30 years old. And I barely got on meds maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago. Um, I just wanted to clarify. I'm not, I'm neither a chaser or a gift giver. But <laughs> I just want to say that I don't believe that there are HIV people that are taking their meds and then getting off their meds just to give the gift or infect people with but HIV. But he doesn't know that. Um, he doesn't believe it. I don't think it. people are like weaning off their meds for that because it makes you resistant to the medication and it makes the oh. situation worse for you um, as far as your medication goes. I do believe, however, people are like what Big Dipper said, not taking, like, well, Big Dipper said that he doesn't believe that there's people, like, that are that are not taking medication and are trying to waste away, which was something that I was doing when I was in my early 20s. Whoa. Um, so, yeah, just some food for thought. Um, it's really hard out here for people like us because of the stigma and misinformation that we're being fed. So, I would just tread lightly on the subject, especially if you guys are ill-informed. Um, I love you guys. I love the podcast. I hope you have a good day. 
Well, I don't want to tread lightly. I want to tread correctly. Yeah, I want to know the information. Like, I don't, I don't understand why people think that if we're ill-informed, then we shouldn't have the conversation. Right? Because we should have the conversation and learn about it. Are we supposed to get the information unless we ask the questions? Unless we are ill-informed and then try to get the information and try to correct ourselves. I'm not going to walk around with the wrong information and then keep spouting wrong information. We haven't spouted wrong information. We've positive posited ideas off of one another, but we haven't strictly said this is fact because we right. are not fact. We don't know. We are not facts. We are not facts. That should be the new tagline for the show. We are not facts. I mean, I, I, would, I will say this. I appreciate the call. Thank you for calling in and a hundred percent like that to me was so eye-opening which is why i want to have this conversation further is i am curious about people who are able to like who seek out passing their hiv to someone else how do you do that and also live a life where you want to continue living with your med with like with your meds? So do you do it for a period and then you get on meds and then you're unable to do it? Like I, that's what I'm that's what I'm curious about. I want to know what people are up to and this was very eye opening and um I didn't know that if you go off your meds for a little bit you become more resistant. Yeah, that's news. That's new information for me. So thank and I'm you. Glad that we heard we're it. gonna so thank you so much. I think we and we even received a message from someone who said they were gonna talk to us about their they spent a couple years as identifying as a bug chaser. And also, is that term offensive? We'll find out. Girl. Let's take one more voice. Okay, voice. this is our last one, and then we're gonna end. Hey, Skipper. Hi, Meatball. Uh, so I was just listening to your episode with all the voicemails, and you were talking about, like, the devil's dick and the freezing the cum chicken up your butt. <laughs> Have you ever seen the cum omelet video where they make a – take some loads and put them into a frying pan and fry them up into an omelet for a nice, promising young woman to eat? Because uh, it exists. And I hope you look it up, and I hope you talk about it. Okay, bye. Oh. Oh, she came to play. Wait. I um refuse to watch that. I will Did not. Did you watch look that. it up? Yes. And I watched the frying of it, but even that made me like queasy. the The thought of someone eating it is like a no. But oh I... wait, oh wait, it's not. It's not with eggs. No, the omelet is the cup. <laughs> not that music. Not the guy frying it is in a chef outfit. And it takes really long to cook. Well, his burner must be low. He has a chef hat and an like a red scarf tied around his neck. Thank you, chef. Not she said thank you, chef. <gasps> no. Wait, you're not even looking at it. Oh my I, god, you're Oh my god. I almost just threw up. Oh my god, I'm crying. That was so gross. That was so gross. I'm sorry. It takes a lot to make me vomit. But that almost did it. She's blowing on it. It's too hot. I think she's just trying to not eat it. Okay, I can't watch. Wait, you can't see it. 
I I pulled it up on my computer. Oh. Girl, eggs don't... Oh, I guess it's sperm. It's not eggs. So close. Can you get on? She just said this is Excellent. kinky. Lick the plate. Oh, and she licked the plate. Wow. Oh. That's so rude. Ugh. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't even. All right. Well, thank you so much. This You're has like, been sloppy. Ugh. I did. I gagged. <laughs> I hope Will Leaf sat in. Ugh. I like. Oh, my God. Okay. So thank you so much for listening <laughs> to Sloppy Sex with Big Dipper and Meatball. Now you have tears Dipper. going down your face. I hated it. Um... You can listen, like, and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Don't forget to call us with your fuck talk story or just any story now these days at 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppy She's seconds pod. You're so damn I hated it. I hated it. Um, our, our email yeah, is sloppy seconds pod at gmail.com. And send us your Ray Dunn pottery. Or send us your beanie babies. Or if you're a Beanie Baby seller and want to buy these beans beans off of me, let me know. Cause 4 thousand each, baby. I'll sell, sell direct, direct to How consumer. How did we go from talking about Beanie Babies to watching a girl eat cum omelets and making me vomit? I don't know. Because we're ill-informed. Because we don't have any facts. Because we don't do anything worthwhile. Anyway, if you love podcasts, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> thank you. Doodle doo doo forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. 